3D6 down the line. Hey everybody, welcome back to 3D6 down the line. Uh, I don't know what fools I have in front of me here. I wish you listeners out there could see it, but uh, but uh, we we have almost almost once again a full house, but not quite. Uh, I am my name is John. I am your referee for the evening. Going around the horn, we have as always. I am Mike. I play Gorind, the now fifth level dwarf. Normally, I I, I believe I owe David a little bit of love this week, and I'm really pissed that he's not here. Because he's been shit talking me like nonstop for like the last like, <laughs> week. Yes, he he narrowly avoided it. Normally, we would have David playing Onward the Illusionist. However, this week he is dead to us. Dead to us. Although, Next. to be fair to David, he has a really good excuse. He's working very, very hard. Yes. So, uh, I, we, I really don't know who you're talking about. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that. Uh, yeah, well, you know what? You know, dead dead to us is dead to us. Uh, okay. But, but, uh, I, I'm Matt. I play Avaricios, the left hand of Lysion. Uh, uh, let's go. And I'm Ted. I'm playing Mortus J. Gobliano, goblin level four, bard level zero, and most excellent goblin. Indeed. All right. So the crew is here. Once again, we are playing the Mega Dungeon, the Halls of Ardenvul by Richard Barton, using the old school central system by Gavin Norman, otherwise known as Necrotic Gnome. Uh, we are very happy to have Mike back, and we are about to uh, kick it into gear here with uh, some more uh, dungeon exploration. First, they got to get over to it, but let's see what happens here. So it is the 29th of Ligarios. It is about 9 a.m. The weather is dry and rather baking hot for a spring day as the year wends on. And um, they are currently at the base of the ruined statue of Arden near the Bridge of Doubt, which crosses over to the palace, the island where the palace is on, which is where Varger met his unfortunate end at the hands of a vicious carnivorous plant. Uh, their goal is to head west across the second bridge and make their way across the western wall of the ruined city and try to find the tunnels that were hinted at that uh, Garalad uses um, to try to find another entrance into Plunger Town. So, uh, with that said, um, David is no longer with us. I mean, Onweir is no longer Onweir. <laughs> yeah. Onweir is no longer with us. However, uh, uh, you guys hear noises behind you as you see. Wait for me. Wait for me. In a really high pitched voice, and it's Goran. Wait <laughs> <laughs> up, guys! Wait up! Um, and he's dragging a hideous, a hideous hunched figure behind him, the one and only Atticus wow. Skullface. Who comes to join you as brought well? Brought that guy. Yeah, I thought we ditched them both. Oh man. Okay. So oh, you hey, got hey, Gorin. I wave. Yeah, come on, come on, hurry yeah, up. We, we we were waiting for you. So the party we yeah. had the three we had the three PCs, and then we have uh, just for a retainer uh, recap. We now have uh, Yost, Codswallop, which are both Mort's um, retainers. We have Atticus, who is Gorin's, and we have Nyal Okarts, who is Avaricios. Uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth, um, Samantha the Red, and. That's it, right? Are the yeah, only yeah. two that are, are guarding the chest back at the end of the broken head. Right. Okay. Um, first of all, a little bit of bookkeeping, which I'm sure Mike will enjoy. I believe Atticus yes. leveled up, yes? Mm, did we get XP for last week that he would have gotten? I thought when we discussed that he actually did level up. Is that not the case? No. I think it was he was like three or 400 short, wasn't he? That was oh, okay. the last time that I played. Okay, that's fair enough. That's no problem. Um, but one point of order for Atticus, and I did update this on the character sheet that you can see, Mike, and the listeners can see on the website. Um, uh, with the new 
one with the new um, chance in six numbers for skills that we're using instead of like the set uh, percentiles scores. Read languages is incorporated into as one of the skills now. It is not something that is gated by fourth level. So it's just like a skill like any other. So it would start with a one in six. I had forgotten about this. I adjusted on the thing. So he automatically gets one in read languages. When he goes up in level, Mike, you can divvy up a score into that as well. Cool. However, um, uh, because I forgot that Atticus was present in the end when you were reading the books, there is a one in six chance that Atticus, of all people, can actually decipher the strange language that the practical liturgies of Thoth, of practical liturgies Ooh. of Lord Thoth, is written in that no one else could decipher. So I, I thought that. as an opening die roll here, we could actually roll that uh, one in six chance. And if you hit a one, he, well, we'll just, what I'm saying is we're retconning back to the end real quick to see if Atticus might be able to translate that book. So I Mike. appreciate that. And just so you know, I switched my dice to Chrome because I'm metal as fuck. Okay. <laughs> roll it. A two. Oh, a two. Oh, okay. So close. That's all right. I thought there might be a yeah. chance, but I might as well give it to you. So yes, that book just don't, uh, if it hasn't been noted by one of you, probably Ted, um, that it is un in indecipherable. You should definitely do that. It is still a mystery to you, except for those um, those hieroglyphic drawings, right? That's the uh, practical practical liturgies. The practical liturgies of Lord Thoth, written in a strange language. Okay, let's pop us over to Albert here, um, so oh, yeah. you and the viewers can see this. So, um, uh, first of all, with the addition of Gorand. Uh, I'm assuming Atticus can move pretty fast. Gorn, what are you moving at right now? Um, with my armor, I am at uh, say 90. 90, correct. Yay. 90, great. Okay. Okay, so yeah, it took you like a, like an hour or so to get to this point. Um, right. And you guys have been here before, but it was like, this was way back in the beginning of the campaign, although it's only been like a couple weeks in real time. Um, this was like last year. Uh, for, for us. So, um, uh, where you are right now, you can, the, the swift river is before you, right? So you're hearing like the, the, you know, the, the quickly moving rapids of the river, um, at this point on the Eastern bank, it is something that could be technically swimmable. Um, although you probably wouldn't want to do so in armor. Um, but the looming, uh, the, the sun is coming from your back as you're facing westward over, uh, looking out over the bridge and it's illuminating the, uh, massive ruins of the palace proper, which is the palace of the governor and archon of Ardenvul, where they used to reside. And you have a kind of a moment's just sort of like, uh, you know, RIP, pour one out for old Barger. Um, so it's a, uh, but you are standing before the remains of the colossal statue of Arden, the defender. Um, and all that's left of the statue is the pediment itself and two enormous marble feet and ankles, booted feet. Um, and you know for a fact that the head adorns the um, the uh, the uh, the entrance to the end of the broken head, which is thus its name, yep. right? And you have a feeling that the other parts of the statues are probably scattered about. I couldn't remember. I'm fairly certain that you actually have encountered one or two of those things. We've got two. Yeah, we sold, we sold one. one. Mm -hmm. yeah. Hid the and, other, yeah, and the the other one is hidden in that um, uh, that secret entrance where we fought the spiders, where Isocritus, um, yeah, by his yeah. lab. Okay, right. and so, we have a sinking suspicion that we made a bad error in selling that one piece of the statue. 
Right. We'll say this, you should probably just take notes about the locations of every piece you find. Let's put it that way. Um. <laughs> oh my God. That makes me feel worse. Because then we definitely made a mistake selling that one piece. What did we sell? A yeah, leg. Oh, I think. A leg. Wasn't it a leg? We sold a leg and we found yeah. an arm. And yeah. So presumably uh, Arden was not simply composed of one leg and one arm, and there are more pieces around. Okay. Okay. I say we cross the bridge, cross the island, avoid the plant, cross the second bridge, and then we're really in terra incognita. We've never been on this western side before. So indeed, the western yeah. side. You've never been on the western side of Ardenbool. So uh, you you pay respects to Varger. You give a little nod to the remains of Arden, and you cross over the bridge of doubt. Ironically enough, the one. Uh, the it was the one trait of Arden uh, that she never exhibited. Um, and uh, doubt, doubt, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were crossing the river. <laughs> yeah. Confident in all things. She's a vampire. <laughs> so you uh, you cross over. You're in that sort of. Yeah. Um, it's a, a rubble strewn, but obviously grand plaza that fronted the main entrance to the palace. And you look. Uh, you cross over, and uh, you look upon the second bridge. Um, oh, I, and I should say too, as you're crossing over the bridge, looking down the Swift River, I think I, we mentioned this the last time as well, but you can see clearly to the south that the Swift River, the eastern run of it actually opens up into a rather placid lagoon at this point. Um, and uh, uh, where is it here? That's uh, okay. Uh, but there are a number of docks that are actually jut out into the lagoon itself, and they are all cement structures that extended the lagoon and they are pitted and um, bowed in some places. Um, and you can tell that like at least, at least one of them probably multiple are like near collapse, like uh, through erosion and stuff like that. But um, it does have that solid sort of Archontean make to it. Um, but it appears that it's a, um, it's not natural. Like this was actually the lagoon itself was formed by the Archonteans in order to be like a, a dock basically. Mm. Um, okay. um, oh, cool, cool. Yeah. And so John, the, the bridge that you're calling the Bridge of Doubt, is that the one that's right by the feet? Yes, right on the eastern okay. side, yep. Mm -hmm. And we, it, it, it's not like um, visibly like labeled or something there. Like we don't, we don't know that it's called that. No, I'm just, I'm just giving it to you. Okay, okay. Because okay. it, it's, because it's cool. Yeah, That'd be is, hilarious, it, though. You walk up to this little bridge and it says Bridge of to, Doubt. And you're like, oh, I'm going over there. Welcome to the Bridge of Doubt. Yeah. Now, there's plenty of bridges in the real world that actually have like a little plaque saying what it is, right? Like Pont yeah, Neuf, yeah. right? You know, that's you don't normally thing. say doubt, however. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Better name than um, like New Bridge, though. Come on, Paris. All right. Yeah, uh, all right. Uh, as you cross over the Western Bridge, it is basically the mirror of the other one. This one um, is somehow it just comes to you. It's called the Bridge of Wisdom. Um, this is a trait that was definitely observed by Arden's partner, uh, exhibited by Arden's partner, Vool. Um, and, uh, you cross over that bridge as well. So it takes you about a turn to get over both of the bridges. Uh, how does this bridge, uh, look like how well maintained is it crumbling and falling apart is it in pretty good shape it's not perfect it's falling apart but there's no doubt that it's like safe like it's th thick enough uh -huh. construction that you had no qualms about like e even thinking about crossing it wide enough strong enough it's not a big deal and okay. john just how how swift are the rivers that we're crossing on these two bridges are they like still um 
like dangerously fast? Because you said the lake was placid, but there's a giant waterfall. There's got to be a lot of water moving through them, right? Yeah, it's a good question. So they're markedly different. The eastern, so the Bridge of Doubt, the eastern bridge, crosses over mm. the eastern bank of uh, where the river splits. And this is fast moving, still swift, obviously. But like I said, it, pro it probably could be sw swum with a good check, no armor, that sort of thing. It's still very dangerous. However, when you cross the Bridge of Wisdom, um, which is the actual true course, the natural course of the Swift River, it is um, mm. extremely rapid. It is instant death to go in there. It cannot be crossed um, by okay. by normal means. Um, Sean, is is there an easy way? Like, I, I don't want to disrail. I, is there an easy way to like peek underneath the bridge? Like, yeah, is there like like, like that seems like idea. a good place to stash something? Is like maybe, maybe before we get on the bridge, like if we go to that land to either side, can we see underneath it? Sure. Matt is thinking about hiding places. I'm thinking about monsters that are going to pull us into the river. Control. <laughs> Answer me these questions three. But, uh, there's um there there are no monsters underneath. Um, okay. It is draped yes. with like um with moss and uh, and climbing plants and things like that. You know there's there's a smell of wetness and stuff like that. It's very dark underneath. Um, is it carnivorous plants? No, everything's safe. It's it's totally fine. It is shadowed okay. and dark and moist. And yes, you could probably find some. I mean, you. I don't think there's any way where you can just like simply tuck something in there. You would have to rig something, but. Um, it's because it's so dangerous underneath you. Um, it's yeah. very, it would be an excellent hiding place if you could actually f find a means in which to hang something or attach something to the, to the base of it. Cool. If, if it's good to keep in mind, you know, a, a thief and some rope, you can do a lot of crazy things. And it's like, um, I should be clear too, that the, the banks of the river on either side are, they're not like sheer but they're very rocky with scree and um, like, it's not something where you can just sort of amble down to the banks of the river, right? Like because the river is moving so fast, it cuts, right? So it's the, the banks are rather um, sharp. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I just had one more thought. So before we start going any farther west, um, one thing uh, that I think this is just a little thing. I think it'd be pretty easy. We, you know, he uh, looks at the, at the party and he's like, you know, we have a pretty easily identified, silhouette as a group right we've got these two goblins I, got that. I don't know what you are meaning by that uh I mean, you know we can we can be identified as a group from a distance right you've got you who's very big you've got these two little guys the dwarf me with my little uh, problem and um i was thinking you know if we just take a little bit of effort uh i can i probably have a few things in my bag here we could use just to look like different people just you know just in case garlad has people watching yeah, you know, I don't think he likes us. Probably. Um, you you uh, want us? Where are you getting that from? <laughs> you, want to, you want us to cosplay through the ruins? Uh, I think that would be a really good idea. <laughs> and in, in fact, I have, <laughs> for you, I have this, and he reaches into his bag and he pulls out like like a big um, uh, like a pitchfork, so you can look like a farmer. Maybe nice. a, a, a little farmer's hat. A farmer in Arden, <laughs> like in the ruins of. Yeah, okay. very distinctive. You, you, you know, you're very charming. You know, you can do it. So we don't, we don't have to go into like the detail yeah. of exactly what the costume looks like. But um, I think as long as we, <laughs> as long as we hold to the Laryl sack um, house rule that we made, which is basically like one item per day of a specific type. So as long as everyone looks yeah. different, <laughs> right? Yep. Basically, then it would work. So uh -huh. We couldn't all dress up as priests of Set, for example. Correct. We yeah. could dress yeah. up as five or six different priest types. I, I would say though, too, like. 
like uh, priestly adornments would be might be stretching the sax capabilities yeah, as well. Like they kind of have to be like mundane, right? Well, yeah, yeah, like a, like a robe. Yeah, 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 a basic robe. Yeah, yeah. Right, I would right, like right. to cosplay as Pikachu. Can I do that? <laughs> <laughs> I might have a little yellow bunny suit in here. But... Only Detective Pikachu, though. <laughs> it comes with the mic with the microscope. Godswallop and Mort are going to, um, you know, Mort's going to climb on Godswallop's uh, hunchback there, and we need a trench coat and a fedora. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna be one figure instead of two short goblins. Why don't you guys cosplay as the two little girls from The Shining? <laughs> we can only get one dress. <laughs> That's right. They wouldn't be the same. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, so what did I say? Nine a.m. Uh, started at 9 a.m. It took you one turn to cross the bridges. I'm going to say it's going to take another turn to outfit yourself. That was the sound of John reeling us in. Yep. Time <laughs> to move it along. Okay. So you, uh, so your plan, as you dictated to me, is that you want to stay well clear of any um, of any inhabitants. So you're not going to branch as the crow flies directly through the the west gate um, for fear of right. of encountering the robed scholars. So you head west towards that uh, that strange structure, which uh, is right here. If you look at my thingy, right? Yeah. Okay. I was All curious right. about that thing, anyway. So indeed. So uh, you does anyone have any guesses what it probably is before you approach it? It's like a broken a column, a broken obelisk, maybe. Incorrect. No, it's a column. I thought it's it was a, a tower. It is actually the matching statue. Across the river, it's Vool. It's Vool. Thus, the name of the the bridge being the Bridge of Wisdom. So, this is a colossal statue in the exact same scale you would assume of Arden, um, but is of a seated, robed figure. But the uh, so it is almost entirely whole except for the head. So, where Arden is just the feet, this is almost the entire body—a seated, robed figure, but no head. Um, It's about twenty feet square and thirty feet tall. Um, you have no idea where the head is. You've heard no rumors at all. Uh, interestingly enough, when you look, uh, resting in its lap, uh, the two hands are also missing. Um, and yeah, so that is, that is the deal. They're sitting on top of a pediment and you, you marvel, you marvel upon the glory of, of Vool. Can we, um, poke around the pediment and, uh, see if, uh, cause you know, we've seen other statues with compartments and openings in the bases and so on mm-hmm. you know uh they were all thought i think but you know just it's worth a poke around you know do his arms have little can we move his arms can we open something in the base anything uh like that uh take a See, turn yeah i think it's worth a turn and it's nice and bright the weather's clear okay so yeah. in order to you actually have to scale the pediment to actually get up to actually take a good look at the the body of the statue itself um, and moving around the pediment there, it has no plaques, uh, no writing right. at all. Neither did the Ardens, yeah. by the way, the pediment, the, right. pedi- the pediments of both, by the way, are whole. Um, and, um, but, uh, other than that, you find no seams at all. It does seem like the hands and the head were removed. Uh, I don't want to say like carefully, but they were not obviously just like sledgehammered off. Right. Mm. Like the cuts are relatively precise. Like it was done carefully. Yeah. Can Not, I get all dwarfy on it and see if I can figure out how long ago that happened and what kind of tools they might have been using? Or uh, yeah, it, it's difficult. So I definitely do think that you would require your dwarf roll. Okay. 
So go ahead and roll that bad boy. Um, are we going to just kind of go off of like the uh, construction tricks or? Yeah, that'll work. Yeah. Okay. So that's a two and six chance. Okay. Roll it. No. Five. Yeah, no good. It's a it's a little bit too hard to tell. Um, uh, that would have been okay. a deep that would have been a deep cut too, but um, definitely worth a uh, deep cut. A deep cut. <laughs> I gotta see oh, what you did there. Yeah. Um, so no um, seams on the arms or no. like uh, you know what's this lever doing here? Very oh, <laughs> no, no, no. not. Oh, important thing when you cross. Um, it's sort of like that uh, the moment in the. Fellowship of the Ring, right? When you cross over the Bridge of Wisdom, like this is the furthest I've ever been, right? <laughs> um, as you step off, when you when you head off of the Bridge of Wisdom and you're approaching the Statue of Vool, the landscape itself is vastly different. The ruins themselves okay. are very different. Um, I think we you heard rumors about this as well, uh, but where it looked like on the eastern side, where it looked like a massive force had blown things apart, right? Like had like a, a like a mass, like a catastrophe had happened where like of an explosion of force, right here, the ruins, the, the amount of ruins is still equal. However, every, the ruins themselves are as if a mighty heat had scorched everything. So there's like a lot of blackened pieces of wood. Um, and, uh, you know, like wood that's just sort of crumbled into ash. Um, the stone itself is blackened and charred. Um, there's, uh, some that as the, the heat was so intense that it's actually sh turned some into glass or smooth surfaces, similar to the surface. Um, uh, what it reminds you a little bit of is the sides of the crevasse that you looked out over when you first encountered that strange probing oh. sphere. Oh. <laughs> Which so had also now, melted. Yeah. yeah so I was just thinking back, like when on in like episode one, like when we first came in, wasn't there? There's isn't like the like the dividing line between like force damage and like fire damage, kind of along that main avenue. It uh, that you I, walk like from obelisk to tower. I do remember actually saying that, and I misspoke. The river okay. is actually the dividing line. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. interesting. Yeah, which makes me wonder if that little lake is where the spaceship crashed in right like that's where it penetrated the the surface and bore down inside uh-huh uh-huh right? i see yeah and like because of its orientation like when it impacts the engines you know melt one side and the force of impact blasts the other and it just drilled down and then along everyone came and said let's build a city here on this or uh why no, would the there Although, Why would the lake yeah. fill up, though? Why wouldn't the lake just drain if there's a massive hole in the bottom? I don't know. There's a dam. Yeah. And uh, you're also, like, Ted, the, the timing doesn't work because if right. they built the city, it wouldn't be blown up. <laughs> right. Yeah. But how did that... I mean, pardon my French, but how the fuck did that spaceship get under there? I think <laughs> that's an entry wound. Mm. I'm guessing that some, you know, I wonder if maybe, like, I, I see two maybe possibilities. Um, because I agree, yeah, if it was under that lake, that lake would drain down there. But maybe somewhere either in that in that tower or in that peninsula that we just uh, passed, you know, because we haven't gone down that peninsula between the two bridges. That might be worth, like, poking around to see if there's, uh, like, something over that hole. Right. Right. I guess I'm assuming the ship 
was I think the ship predates the ship predates the city, right? Like obviously. Well, right? so that was my original assumption, but now if I'm thinking that the the fire and blast is from the ship, it can't possibly predate the city. Well, but there's also a whole thing about dragons, wasn't there? Maybe there were like a bunch of pissed off red dragons in your book book reading last week. There, there were some dragons. Uh, there were some dragons. Dragons, dragons, and dragons and the, egg. and, and yeah. the eggs that were stolen. And but that was a. Uh, it was red. They were red dragons. It wasn't a tale of Laurel. It wasn't the mud, Jacinth. Uh, baboons thought that only practically somebody from beyond arch trader canticle is one of the labors yes the dragon's egg so it's a labor of Ardenvol. well then Bread that would also taxes. predate the city though too right presumably yeah so Ardenvul although dragons live a long time and maybe the dragons were like mm, fuck that city we never got our kids back or whatever you know Arden, yeah. Arden and Vool were the legendary people who actually were the first to actually come across the site, right? Mm-hmm. In all of its natural glory, right. they were the first to approach the fall. So, so that that locates Arden and Vool. But the but if you want to locate yourself a little bit more on the chronology sort of thing, don't forget that Marius Tricotor, the great imperial governor uh, archon who like brought the first troops here, right? Um, and uh, and the first to explore. The halls, the first Archontians to explore the halls. Um, uh, part of his his regalia, one of them was the tablet that certainly looked like it was uh, some some right. something from that ship, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly right. indicated as much. Which so the timeline then would be ship founding of the city, which includes the and all of that thought stuff post dates the arrival of Barden Rule, right? It's like all part of and parcel. It wasn't like they came and found the old ancient Thothian stuff, right? Who did? Ardenvul. They didn't find that. That was built after they founded the city. Yeah, the th- yeah. So after yeah. after Mars Tricotor basically conquered the halls and established dominance, then it became like an Archontian seat of power, right? And then there was a the, um, and then there was the Great Civil War, right? And I told you that right. that was a you know that was a huge. Yep. Part uh, had a lot to do with Ardenvul, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, okay, I get it. So they, so okay. they, you know, basically, um, he kind of paved the way, literally, for all the the Arcantian construction that we've seen down there. He made that possible. Mm-hmm. So that yes. there were already caves and stuff down there, but you know, he was the one who uh, indeed uh, made it be Arcantian. Yes. I yeah. got you. So there I was something. You. There was something down there already before the Arcantians came. The spaceship, right? probably. Yeah. I mean, honestly, right? Because yeah, we've we've seen that, and we know that they built their their hall right, right next to it. The yeah. chasm. Well, yeah. if we don't have to go over, I mean, we already spent a whole episode on lore and stuff like that. But if yeah, you look yeah, back, let's march. Okay, okay, okay. Let's yeah. go. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, so basically, with a turn searching, we don't see anything that catches our eye on this statue. No, but it is it is marvelous to behold, and it puts a question in your mind of where are the hands and head of Vool. Um, and as on, you the, could, on the way so far, we haven't seen any like structures. Everything's just rubble. Everything's rubble, except, and that was just that's actually a great segue, uh, Matt, because um, as you uh, you can see off in the distance, because there is such a wide field of vision, because everything is so destroyed, um, it stands out like a sore thumb um, as you're trekking as fast as you can um, towards the gap in the Western Wall, which you can see ahead of you, um, is this long, low bungalow sort of uh, slash villa uh, building to the uh to your right which is like right here mm-hmm. 
Um, I need to change my uh, my color. Your color is hard to see there. My yeah. color is hard to see. Give me a, I got, give me a I blue. I got pretty pink. So there we go. There we go. Um, yeah, so there we go. And th that, um, it, it, it's like a, a grand villa in the Archontean style, but kind of similar to like Pompeii or or, or the ruins of Ostia in, in Italy. It's like extremely well preserved, right? Like you, except for the Pyramid of Thoth itself, which you guys are used to by now, you have never seen a building that is so well preserved than this thing. And it stands out like a sore thumb. It is so somehow, everything around it is blackened, uh, fire destroyed ruin, yet this stands untouched. And it even appears to be unfaded by by the uh, ravages of time. Um, but you, you fear, <laughs> what? Both Mike and I had questions. Mike, please yeah. after you. Yeah. Um, is there a way, and I don't want to take us out of our out of our way, guys. I know we have a plan, et cetera, et cetera. But is there a way to determine whether or not the heat that melted everything came from the villa? Like uh, the radius around it kind of thing. Difficult to tell. It's it's really, really hard. There there's no indication in the ruins that you're kind of looking around now that there was any uh direction to the heat. Unlike so like fire was just everywhere. Fire everywhere, yeah, uh, um, of intense variety. Uh, so you're not really sure. Unlike the eastern side of Ardenvul, where the explosion is obviously the sort of like it looks like it kind of radiated out outward from the pyramid, like mm -hmm. like in a huge explosion. Um, this seems to be different. All right. Okay. And then so if, uh, my if you come across the stone, like it's black on all sides of the stone, not just like on one side of the stone. Mm -hmm, correct. Right. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> and my follow-up question would be like. As a dwarf, what kind of rock is most of this stuff made out of, and what would the melting point be? That I can't tell yet. I don't have that. Info. Hot, I'm guessing hot. Hot, like super hot. But like more than campfire, right? Like yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like like I said, like some of it's been turned to glass. That's how hot it was. Yeah. You know, like molten, right? right? Um, and um, and uh, so it it's the, the one thing you can tell, and you don't need to be a dwarf to be able to detect this, even from a distance. The existence of that long that longhouse in the shape that it's in is wholly and completely unnatural. There is definitely something magical about it, like you could just tell right off, right? Okay. Yeah. Okay. We should probably so, check that out. Not now. Not no, now. It's, no, it's way the... too. It's way too close to those scholar guys, and we're trying it is, definitely it is very to close. avoid them. If if but... if the if those if there are scholars, if, if, if any men are in that gate in, in at the west gate, and they have any sort of guards patrolling especially up on top of the tower, they would definitely see anyone approaching the longhouse. Okay. So John, my question, and again, I, I'm not interested in like exploring it right now, but I'm curious, just like distance to the West. And uh, if that house is untouched, an interesting one I also notice is if I look to the South, that looks like, and again, this is on the map, so I don't know if we're seeing it in real life, mm -hmm. but it's kind of equidistant from where we are. So if we look north, we see that. Mm -hmm. If we look south, do we see this structure here? You do. Yep. You sure do. And yeah. so is that, it, it equally damaged or what's that? Yeah. No. So it, as you, if you scan it 360 degrees there, most everything is like flattened and bad, you know, just gone, unrecognizable. The longhouse, of course, is an anomaly. Uh, to the south, uh, along the, uh, near the, the, the large lake, there are some uh, partially in intact structures that are still there, but they're, but there's like in ruins, you know, but they are like, there's still pieces like that are erected. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, that, that is the case with that thing that you're pointing to there. Okay. Well, what uh, we again, right, blue there. I think so, that was just a place that was kind of interest of, of interest to us at some point uh, early on. 
I don't know why. Uh, yeah. This guy here. Yeah. Oh, that one there. Wait, okay, so that's... Let me just find it, and I could probably tell you why we, we pointed that guy out. Ah, yes. Uh, so that is where the okay so you remember when the guards when you talked to the guards and they told you like they saw like isocritus coming out of there and they saw mm-hmm. the five fingers uh uh so they saw the five fingers kind of going to different places right the, uh-huh. th- the three so they saw them they saw the five fingers talking to isocritus right we know that um and then they also saw them at different points um observing the structures that were here which you have seen here uh-huh. and here okay okay that's what that is gotcha mm-hmm. and then you think to yourself they remember when they were talking to just last session about they were able to find something in that silver coffer <clears throat> two silver onks yeah the, wasn't the silver coffer that uh that tower where osric died that was like in an upper floor no the silver coffer was right here it was on that western. It was on the other side of the river from the That's inn. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the we guards were too, the guys who told us about that that tower where Osric died, and they they had gone up in the top and had vanished. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they'd okay. send like a party there, and they all they just never came back. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, lots of juicy stuff going on around here, right? So, um, anyways, uh, so let me. I got the time here down. So. From the Bridge of Brisdom to the Western Wall, you stopped at the Arden Vool, so that's I'm going to take a turn there. Um, it takes another two turns to get to the Western Wall itself, so now it is exactly 10 a.m. Um, as you get to the Western Wall, now here it's rubble, um, blackened as well, um, and the, and most of the wall is completely gone. It's just like a field of stones and things like that. However, on either side of you, to the to the right and the left, as you sort of look down the wall, it rises back up in either direction you know but here is like the perfect place to actually like skip right over um and so uh without further ado you pass out of the ruined city of Ardenvul to the west into truly uncharted territory um here you can see that there is very minimal but present indication of some pathways and roads that were probably indicated like um, you know, dwellings that were outside the city proper, you know, there's always some, you know, some usually poorer parts of town, usually surround the, the walled areas and stuff like that. Um, so there's a little bit of indication of that. Um, but, uh, you don't hesitate too long as you are making a beeline towards the Northwest, right? Which is where you were told the gladiatorial school is, right? Right. Okay. So well, it's not a, maybe a little bit curving away to maximize distance from the, the scholars. Okay. Gotcha. Understood. Yeah, and I think we're trying to, you know, wherever possible, if there's a way to, like, you know, kind of duck out of sight. If do I mean, can we see from where we are? Can we see figures on the on the tower? Um, as you kind of get into that same vector, like when you kind of come up, you're you're skirting wide around to the west, right? But when you kind of come up and uh, look backwards toward the east, yes, you can see some figures actually patrolling. Um, they are silhouetted against the morning sun. So you can't quite get a beat on what they look like, but they're definitely moving figures. Uh-huh. Are they, they waving in a friendly they manner? Are, they are not. They do not appear to notice you. Oh, you, you swung wide. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, so I would say like approximately about 350 feet west of, uh, directly west of those gates um, is when you finally come upon the uh, gladiatorial school. And that took one more turn. Okay. So... Um, 
let's go to there, shall we? All right. Uh, so we are off the actual map now. There's uh, there's nothing, there's no visual representation of this. Um, but, um, okay, so this place is really, really cool. Uh, what you come up against first, all right, is actually what appears to be a grand Arcantian villa. All right. Um, and it has like a massive facade of uh, like kind of like Romanesque pillars that kind of uh, front it, like, you know, with a pediment and everything like that. Um but it's it's low. It almost is like in the same style as the bungalow that is like magically preserved across the wall. Um, it is definitely in, in a state of disrepair. It is not like magically um, uh, preserved or anything like that. However, it does seem to have been spared the bulk of the catastrophic destruction that wiped out the city, because probably because it's far, you know, it's outside the city walls. Um, uh, and yeah, so that's. You're not even it, it, it. It's so lovely looking. Like you, you, you just know that. What am I trying to say? There's nothing to give it away as a gladiatorial arena at all. From what you're seeing, you know what I mean. It's only because you know that it's. It was. They told you that it was here. That, um, that this is where the directions led. That this is probably it. Right. right. And all we're seeing is a villa. We're not seeing like a villa in front of a stadium or. Uh, there's not like a, a something like a park area behind it or something where you'd have a big battlefield space or anything like that. It's just a school. Well, as as you think about ah, it more, yeah, yeah. yeah, and and you get your way closer, um, you your um, your uh, your what do you what am I trying to say? Your um, instincts. Your yes, your instincts are proven correct as you get closer to the school. You can see that the pediments themselves are um, decorated with a number of stylized figures of um, fighting men and women and uh, in very exotic sort of strange like pieces of armor and helmets and strange uh, awful looking weapons fighting each other and animals uh, and things like that. Um, and um, as you kind of do a circuit around uh, the the building itself, you can see that the rate at the so you're approaching from the east you go around to the western side of the building and you can see that fronting the western side entirely is a huge pit that is that that slopes into the ground um it looks like it probably at one time it was much more sheer right but um time has eroded it away to sort of be smooth um and in that pit it is uh filled with trees that have since grown shrubs and there's actually like a stagnant pond in the middle of it as well the pit itself is about 100 feet by 30 feet so it almost has like a circus maximus sort of oval shape rather than like a coliseum more of a rounded oval right like it's a long oval um and uh the 100 feet side of it basically fronts the entire western side of the villa do you know what i mean so like the villa is the the, the villa itself is about 100 feet long um yeah okay right so like if we were to imagine the 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 fighting pit where conan was training with the oriental master uh something like that deep-sided walls mm -hmm. flat surface you know and a bunch of fighters down there training villa up on top that's correct yeah but yeah. but everything is much more like earthen now, right? Like it's, yeah, it's, it's collapsed, it's collapsed. Yeah. yeah, and and the okay. pit has been filled in, right? Like you can um, not filled in, like you could still go down into it, but it, so it's, it's, it's like a forest in there, almost yeah. with like bushes and yeah. and, and trees and like a, a pond. Um, and interestingly, an interesting architectural feature 
is that at the uh, where the eastern side of the pit meets meets the western side of the villa. Okay, there is actually a staircase, a huge broad staircase that goes that shoots down straight below in into like uh, down into like the basement of below the villa itself. Right, it's choked with creepers and vines and things like that. And the um, and the shadow of the sun um, <clears throat> casts the the shadow of the villa over that staircase. Right, you understand what I mean? So it's like a, like this dark shadowy entrance that like goes deep down underneath the villa. So if you've got like the villa here and the pit here, you're talking about stairs like this. You got it, Ted. Yep, exactly. From inside yep. the pit into yep. the basement of the villa. Got right. it. Yep. Are there any like game trails or animal tracks or evidence of something living in this area? Excellent question, Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you as you are looking around, um, we're gonna we'll say that you guys are all on the western side now, sort of observing it. Um, as you make a slow circuit around the circus, the 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 circus, I guess is what you would call it, right? Um, there right. is a uh, you can see that there are numerous indications um, of the spoor. Uh, in our lingo, we call it big piles of dookie um, of uh, large predators amongst the flora around here. Okay, does it smell like monkey shit? You can't tell. Well, would you be able to tell? Uh, we, we've you, smelled you have been around shit. monkey shit. You have been around we've shit. it around ourselves. Let's make it a roll. Let's. Be, I'll make it a four and six chance that you can determine monkey shit from other shit. <laughs> Does anyone else want to roll? I rolled twice now. I'll, I'll uh, roll. Okay. I'll, I'll do it. I'm not. I'm not afraid. All right. Uh, I am D6. not afraid. Here we, here we go, baby. Oh, that's a five. Yeah, just looks like shit to you, man. <laughs> But they're big. Oh, they're yeah. big piles. Their big piles are definitely fresh. Um, you smell them before you see them. Um, I mean, it's not like there's just shit everywhere. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just. But every here and there, you do see that. Um, it's definitely poop. And um, I would. Uh, uh yeah. yeah. All right. And they do seem to be. Um, there's more of it closer to the staircase. And more any tracks. More, uh, there are some tracks. I'm going to say that none of you are actually really proficient in tracks, but they are definitely like the tracks of predators, like they're clawed, they're large right. clawed feet. So Mort was a boy scout. He knows that if you poke away at the poop there and you find lots of bones and hair in it, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a, it might tell us what it, it's been eating and then we know what it is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if we're finding like tiny little mice in the poop, then I'm not so worried if I'm finding, you know, claws of giant eagles then that's a problem no, without yeah. even looking i can tell you it wants to eat us i i well, just yeah, have a, I a sense whatever it is it's not good okay so um first of all the the circuit around the circus takes a turn okay um uh sorting uh going elbow deep into shit um is also going to take a turn <laughs> now are we talking like jeff goldblum <laughs> Yeah, with tr- yeah, the triceratops. Of shit? Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh my god! I, then I don't need. I don't. If it's that much poo, no, I don't have that many. Questions. I'm just it's kidding. No, they're, they're, they're they're smaller. <laughs> they're larger than like um. <laughs> it's we're getting so gross, but it's larger than like a normal human pile of shit. It's a little bit bigger than that, but it's not triceratops <laughs> level. Baby, <of> <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, kids, we'll have great conversations, kids. Yeah, exactly. it's more of a quad than a deuce that they've been dropping. <laughs> oh, yes, it's a quad. Uh, so, uh. yes, um, sifting through it, Ted, you do indeed find um, uh, rather large bones. Uh, to be to be honest. Um, so it's definitely a predator of some sort, carnivorous. Um, also, Ted, as you sift through it, you actually 
um, uh, find a, a few GP actually stuck in there. <laughs> yeah, you find I, a thirty. 30- tell you, Codswallop finds a GP. So. <laughs> <laughs> it. It's definitely a henchman job. Uh, Codswallop manages to yank out thirty gold from that big pile of poop. Hey, this you know maybe oh. we just need to capture one of these things if he poops gold all the time. <laughs> you know we don't we can retire. Nice. All right, now I'm going to uh, add that to our treasure tracker. So Ooh. you guys carry on here. <laughs> Ooh, ah. So, so here's what I you know I think we have a choice here. Are we going to like try to like you know go down? Obviously, it looks like something something is using that as its lair. Um, is do we think that that's the way in, or do we think that there are like some secret smaller? Th- I remember what was his name? Dwelf. Guelph. Guelph? Oh, mm-hmm. hey, I remembered him. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, like, he snuck down here by himself, but I don't remember if he described the actual No, entrance. he had a party with him. He, he had did. a party with him. They all died. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. So let's, most of the, pri- most of the prisoners at that time actually related, um, even though they, they, they came into the halls from vastly different parts, they all had that similar story of sort of being hooked up to a party and then like being the last surviving member of the party. <laughs> okay, this is uh, yeah. bright and cheery. Mm. Um, so okay, so yeah, do we do we want to try to like like mess around with this big entrance or do we want to sneak around and see if there's a, like a little secret thing somewhere? It's ten thirty in the morning. So here's my thing about it too. Um, Obviously, the tunnel is the quickest way down there that we can see, right? But these stadiums, if it's a stadium, had multiple, like, entrances and passageways and all kinds of things like that. But the gladiators um, used to come in and fight, sure. Well, yeah, I mean, maybe most of them came up the, the main ramp, right? Like, whatever, but... So, I want um, to make something clear, just so that you have it in your mind clearly, Mike, is that this right. is um not... uh. It, it, this was not a place where the public came to watch people fight. This is right. a gladiatorial school. Just, just okay. putting it out there, yeah. Oh, so they're probably not like the pens and stuff that they would. Uh, yeah, they, they, you don't see any remnants of like where there would be any sort of seating, like like for the masses or anything like that. There's nothing like that. Got you. You kept on describing it as like a circus thing, so I guess I, I figured that they would probably let people come watch them train or something it, but that's judging fine. By, judging by the shape of like the oblong shape of it, it it's likely that there was probably also like chariot training here as well okay yeah um any feathers um in the stadium area or scales um that's a good question actually um roll me it roll me a d6 like my second one tonight dude. yeah yeah you guys are killing it all right. Uh, roll a d6. What am I looking for? Uh, let's do two and six. Oh, hey. Okay. hey. So, Goran, you find, like, uh, uh, as Mort's sort of, we'll say it's during the same turn when Mort's sifting through the poop and you're kind of looking around that general area, you do find uh, on the ground, and uh, like in a shrub or something like that, that, you do find a couple of scales, larger scales. Yeah. What color are they, John? Uh, they're like a grayish green. Um, and they're... Um, uh, they're kind of dull, like they don't look iridescent or anything like that. And I'd say they're probably, uh, I want to say like maybe like an inch, like an inch wide or so. Oh, okay. Tapering to a point. Not like a dragon scale. <laughs> no, no. Like you can definitely see that it's not. Uh, and you've seen crust, crust and Nysterex, like you know what they, what, what she looks like. Right. So, um, it's not her. Okay. 
Do they, right, do they so, make us think of snakes or fish or lizards? Uh, you would guess lizard. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Okay, so I, I can think of a couple of things. Do, do we want to go check out the big stairs, or do we want to sneak around and look for a secret entrance? I got a couple of ideas. Um, uh, I, you know, I, I can I, – go ahead. I like the idea of sort of patrolling through the circus space first, looking around, see if we find some other entrances, rather than just saying, hey, look, stairs, and going down them. I agree that we shouldn't just go down the stairs, but I also think that we should probably search the villas first. Search well, the we villa. can do that as well, but I think before we go underground, yeah. So the villa, you don't well, have any idea how long it would take because the villa is pretty vast. You can say like being able to size up the pit and the amount of vegetation down there that I would rule that for a thorough search where you would uncover anything that would possibly be down there, I would take it would be th three turns a half hour. I think I think that that's worth it because that's worth it. I, I think that that thing is a, a lair if we're lucky. Like how, how far away or if we're on the like the, the far kind of uh, western side of this, John, mm -hmm. how far away? Well, like for like 40. You said it was like 30 feet wide, 30 feet wide. Yeah. So if you're on the western so side of the pit, it's 30 feet to get to the to the residence. Do we hear like evil snoring or, you know, like it's very quiet. <laughs> um, it, actually, okay. the sounds of nature are present. So you do hear birds chirping, small animals. It, it, okay. Like nothing seems unnatural. It seems like a normal rune. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I also like the idea of looking for a secret place because the easy, obvious way in seems uh, fraught with danger. Okay, so there's no, uh, it's not a problem at all to actually go down into the pit. Like you don't need any special equipment or anything like that. You can just sort of slip down the sort of steep sides. It's going to take a little bit of an effort to get back up again, but not a huge deal. Um, and you're going to explore the pit. Um, uh, with that in mind, why don't we just take a quick break to go pee and grab some... Uh, re-ups on your refreshments um and we will be right back okay welcome back all right so you descend into the pit um and you're going to spend 30 solid minutes uh, uh searching around the pond and you're uh, correct me if i'm wrong but you're just looking for any other entrance or any other evidence of habitation or something like that is that basic the basic gist yeah or like we, we know that they're i'm sorry go ahead if there's bodies down here or, you know, evidence that somebody has been digging or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. just if I don't know that we necessarily it would probably I assume you would get it would take longer if you wanted to, like, you know, dig ourselves or, you know, root through piles of rubble and things like that. Right. You're saying 30 minutes to kind of just scan the area. No, I'd say I, like like I would I would reveal everything. And uh, very quickly, okay. I can really tell you with 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 complete um uh, uh, what's a <laughs> confidence? Confidence. God, why am I I'm losing the word? Transparency. Uh, yeah, you cannot. Uh, you do not find anything else of interest except for uh, more areas of um, uh, more um evidence of the largish predators. More tracks. Is there more gold? More, Is more there more spore. gold poop? No more gold. <laughs> Oswald uh, is into this now. He's going to start going through all of it. Yeah, you put you put thirty gold in a pile of poop. Uh, <laughs> people are going to be going through that poop. <laughs> you better believe it. <laughs> okay, so but yeah, unfortunately, there does not appear to be any other entrance um, except for the broad stairway leading downward. Okay. Well, so villa uh, or stairs, guys? Uh, well, okay, we have a couple of options for stairs, right? So we can we can do. Like I, I can do the invisible ring thing, right? I can go invisible and go sneak up. Why why do you have confused face on, Ted? It sounds like the same set of stairs. What do you mean by options for stairs? You mean 
different ways uh, to like approach how, the stairs? To, yeah, different ways to approach the stairs, okay. not, not different okay. stairs to take. Like I was like, I don't what, what? huh? Okay. No, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, we're, we're like we're like this. Yeah. Um, so I can go invisible, go check it out. Um, I'm not super quiet, and I don't think this necessarily needs you know the heavy the big guns of the silence spell. Might be a little early to, to pop that off. So I could go invisible. We have a thief. Um, maybe Atticus, you know, maybe you are pretty good at sneaking and could look around there. Um, um, and, or if we just want to see if there's anything in there and want to lure it out, I could uh, pull Clarice out of the um, out of the bag and have her run around in front of the uh, right, right. The thing. What do you guys think? So you're you're assuming that the let's call it a lizard for now for, until we know something. You're assuming that the giant lizard is living down in the stairs and not in the villa. That's what I think. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, so sneaking up on the stair entrance makes sense. Why not then let's go check out the villa. Just to get it, you know, so we know that what's up there and, you know, as again, this is like Mort's old army days, right? Let's not cut our supply line off. Let's not leave unknowns behind us. You know, before we start delving, what's above us? You know, right. maybe there's okay. a whole squad of beastmen living up there who are like, who are those guys just, just went down the stairs, you know? Okay, fair enough. So, John, if, if we looked at the, if it took us half an hour to do the pit, if we kind of take a look at the at the villa, mm-hmm. how long do we think it would take to, like, go through the villa? Uh, it's 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 really difficult to tell. So, it looks like the, the top floor of it has basically caved in and caused uh basically very difficult to navigate around in the villa because the the upper floor is basically collapsed to the bottom floor the bottom floor is mostly intact um but um um it's quite long like it's like quite large like 100 feet long right so that's that's it's a big size you know and you, you're picking your way through ruins probably if you want to uncover every single little thing we're talking hours that would be our whole thing what well, if we, what if we did this? What if, what about the compromise? What if we go check out the area of the villa around the staircase? The staircase that goes down. Uh, go up to yeah. the top of the the slope again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Check go out up. the parts of the villa that are right above the stairs. Yeah, yeah, okay. just kind of around it. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A turn. Because the stairs are in the 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 pit level. Right. Yeah. So they basically right. like they're in the pit and they they shoot underneath like directly underneath the um the villa right so the colonnade of the exterior of the villa goes along the edge of the pit and there's probably some doors and things or windows that we could see yeah yeah no more windows obviously um and the colonnade is more the, the, the colonnade it was more on the eastern side that uh you know what i mean as sort of a grand entrance to the school itself you know what i mean huh? so it's a little okay. bit different i i I don't have the exact. The I don't picture it exactly as a colonnade. It would probably be like you know like uh, the back. Uh, right. Uh, it would probably just be like the. I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah. So more Pompeian villa than Greek temple. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yes. You got it. Ted. Yeah. That's I'm with you. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ma- I'm not. But cool. <laughs> so the other thing I was gonna, <laughs> the other thing I was going to throw out there real quick is that we know that some beastie is in the vicinity if there are windows in the villa overlooking the area that we are currently searching do we bait some sort of trap for the beast there's no windows and then no windows it's ruins yeah like the whole top floor is collapsed and broken down and almost shattered the bottom floor as well it's just so there's vantage points where we could 
like bait something in the middle, right? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, certainly, certainly, yeah. Mm -hmm. So we do don't we mean do glass that? in the windows, by the way. We mean openings in a wall. Right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. So I'm just asking, guys. We want to try and do that. Maybe lure the beast out. We we've, we've done a search right outside his front door, and it hasn't come out, which means it might be out hunting and on its way back, or whatever. But is that worth our time, or is it worth just going down the stairs and just you know yoke you know? Well, that that's why I was thinking, motherfucker. Yeah, I mean, that's why I was thinking, like you know, wh whichever the sneakiest approach right. is, just to go look and come back. Right. Well, I guess my feeling is. Um... I'm just really curious about what's in the villa uh -huh. and don't like, you know, not knowing what's what we're leaving behind us. I I'm love fully the prepared. idea of searching the villa. I'm fully prepared yeah. to go down the stairs expecting to encounter a monster and fight it. That's fine. But I'd like to know what I'm what's behind me. All right. Well, why, why don't why don't we do that compromise approach? Look at look at kind of what's what's in the villa area, like right around the stairs. See if it piques well, our I'm not curiosity. Sure you can do that because, like, you've got a long above, above. Yeah. yeah, right. You got a long circus, yeah, and a building right next to it. There's no around the stairs. You're either if in the we can go like above, yeah, just in the immediate vicinity of the yeah. stairs. You can crawl around hey in, in, in and yeah. around the ruins. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, guys, so let's. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, Never so mind. you you hop in there and you search around that general area um, in the villa itself. So okay. there is um, nothing valuable at all. What you can glean from the ruins itself is that it, this appears to have once been a combination of uh, of a school um, and also, uh, but its primary function seems to have been actually like the residence of the owner of the school itself and its family. Like it looks like most of the schooling was done out there in the pit, right? Um, um, and so there's there's no there's no classrooms or, or subsidiary areas where like any weapons training or anything like that. There's no evidence of any of that. It looks to be mostly like the ruins of furnishings that have long since disintegrated and things like that. Um, uh, up here, you do not see any evidence of spore or the evidence of the predators itself. Okay. Um, when you're searching, okay. When you're searching really close to the stairway, when you're like right up against it, you're sort of over top of it. All right. You do hear, uh, scraping of some some something moving deep down below you right like 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 you know at some point you're sort of standing over where that that stairway like debouches into the into the basement and like in there echoing around you can hear like a sort of all right and suspicions uh, uh, verified oh, no that took other a, that took a turn yeah, no other evidence of like a staircase or even a filled with rubble staircase from here. Like the no, owner no, went into, the, into uh, the pit. Uh, oh, well, I, that's a lie, actually. I would say like right around, I'd say you would had a wide enough radius that you could determine that at one point there probably was like a smaller like servants or where the just, you know, where not a lot of people, like a normal staircase going down, um, but it's choked with rubble. Like um, it would take right. days to remove. Okay. Like it's like hard okay. stone. Yeah. Um, there's, um, uh, also while you're searching, so you hear that as well. And then you kind of, you also hear echoing, uh, upwards, you hear like a low, like, uh, short, low barking, like a, uh, 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 and, uh, you, and you hear it answered in kind angrily by an, another creature that emits that same sound, but you can tell like it's a little bit further, like there's multiple, like, you know what I mean? Like in response. 
And we hear this coming from where? Down the there, top. down there where you heard the scraping. Ah. Multiple giant lizards. Or, or beastmen beast with their pet lizard. Yeah. And does not sound and, oh well, possibly possibly mad. Yeah, I was just gonna say like it doesn't sound like a like a language of any sort. It sounds like an animal sound. Okay. Um and no so no evidence of spore or predator up here. Also no evidence of anyone else living up here. No, no, no campfires man. or it's extremely you know, like like uh, it's it's not conducive to like searching around like you're you really have to like picking like sort of boulder your way over ruins you know it's very difficult to to sift through and and find good footing all right okay i haven't i have an idea we can we can workshop this all right um okay. I, I pull a chicken out of the bag yes <laughs> right clarice I'm very excited about the uh, <laughs> we put we put the, the chicken kind of like um uh tie her to um, uh, a tree or something that's uh, out a little bit from the stairs. We uh, hang out on the side. If something comes out to eat the chicken, we sneak in behind it and just run by it. That okay, so are you are. going? Is your ambush going to be down in the pit or up above in the ruins to look down upon the thing coming out? Well, I, I at least this pitch was not uh, attack and ambush, but like sneak. See, then uh, we have a giant monster behind us. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's, that's bad. Yeah. That's a bad idea. I take that back. I like the, the idea of using some of our mortality to poison the beast. Uh, do I have, did I bring any? Do still have chicken mortality? Uh, let's see. Does he still have any? Why am I not surprised uh, Atticus has some mortality? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, no, uh, Njal does not uh, have any more with him. So he used some... He spread around what he had, and I think he left the rest back uh, with Elizabeth. Um, uh, Should we make Atticus? Uh, um, uh, Atticus what's his, has. He's oh. like Tom Waits playing Ren. Uh, what's his name from Dracula? <laughs> yeah, you, you're talking Renfield. about Renfield. Yeah, master, master, master. I have I two it. doses of mortality, um, and also Gorand has one, so we have at least three on us. And that's um, isn't that like six arrows? Or you mortality uh, Yost's black iron spear, and he leaps on the monster from the top of the pit. I, I will remind everybody of how mortality works. It is oh. not an instant kill. Well, it kills right. like turns and turns later. Correct. Ah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah then yeah. maybe we just get ready to toss big rocks on it. We should see what it is first. There are plenty of big pieces of, of masonry. That is yeah. Rough. Uh-huh. Hey, John, using some rope and, um, well, there's probably nothing overhead to hang the rock from, right? Um, uh, well, like a, like a pulley system and drop a rock. Drop out. the rock, man. Like, you know, yeah. Like acne that. Dude. No, there's, uh, there's plenty. Uh, yeah. It, with, with time, I think you could rig pretty much anything you wanted to, I think. Yeah. Okay. As, as long as you've got the material. Uh -huh. Yeah. Atticus and Gorin are going to start, uh, um, trying to lever a, good size boulder to land on the place where the chicken is going to be. Well, remember, we have two guys that are super strong. Yost and Nyal are both very strong. Yeah, you guys will be the heavy lifters, but Atticus and I have the knowledge. Yeah. Goran, you definitely would have like the engineering knowledge to, to, to bring something like this. You do think that it would probably take about another 30 minutes to get something proper in order. That's that's cake. Let's do it. Yeah. Come on. Okay. Do you, you yeah, can, absolutely. Can we get a rope check? I just want to, I just want to share it. Make sure that you guys got the rope. 
I have rope. You, uh, you could pull I, 50 from Laryl's sack for one thing. I know that, but it's going to take I more than that. I, I don't even need to. Nyal has uh, 50 uh, packed and ready. Goran has you guys 50. Have okay, that's, you, you, have, you have plenty then. That's fine. All right, so another th uh, three turns go by. It is now 11.40 a.m. The sun is high in the sky right now, beaming directly down upon you, making you... Uh, making Yost just look fantastic, let's face it, when he's doing all that work. Yeah. Uh, the sheen he's of sweating sweat. a little bit, the glistening. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Attic, sweat. Atticus strips off his, uh, his clothes, too. No, put it back oh, on. Oh, no. <laughs> his, his nipple falls off. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, oh rotting disease. Good times. Oh, right. So much fun. Um, okay. So, yeah, you rig like a... so. Uh, you're, you're doing like a big pulley thing, right? Where you basically are like holding on to it. And then at the right moment, yeah. you just sort of let go and just boof, right? That's the, That's the idea. Okay. And so uh, then we send the chicken down. Uh -huh. Yeah. And now I think what I'm, what I'm going to do is like from above, like you know, toss him so that he lands out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then it'll, right. it'll you also can, screech. You can get a chicken. You can get small things that will fit out of the sack, right? So we could get a chicken, a duck, um, some a turkey. Quail, <laughs> we can make turkey. <laughs> Okay, but just so you know, like all this, all this fowl that you pull out of the bag, um, it's not being uh, tied to anything, right? So you're hoping that it, when it lands and it starts to run, that that's going to be enough to bring whatever's yeah. out, right? Oh no, 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 no. I'm, I'm tying into a rock, yeah, just like a little one. Okay, just or like you know, like, like Shane, in, and then the chicken goes in with it. <laughs> I thought you were going to go down there and tie it to a tree, man. Jesus. I thought so too, but then I was like, "Yo, that's dangerous." <laughs> it's like, so uh, what I'm going to do? Yeah, I'm going to, you know, like you like you put a, a lead sinker, uh, like when you're fishing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like... I'm going to tie. I've got I've got twine, so I'm going to like uh, tie some tie the rock to Clarice's leg. I'm like, okay, I, I appreciate your sacrifice. You're going to yeah. do really well. Don't worry, I'll see you again sometime. <laughs> Clarice Brazi, she sleeps with the fishes. <laughs> and taken out of that sack every day. Is it always Clarice? Is it always I, I, I choose. I choose to. It, it eases uh, my conscience. I see. Right. Yeah. Okay. Can, so, can uh, I ask? Can, can Can Atticus backstab with a missile weapon if he's no. hiding? Mm -mm, no. Okay. No. Nope. Sorry, it, Atticus. You're going into the pit. <laughs> ain't, ain't that addition? Um. So I think at this point, John, while this is all going on, um, Codswallop and Mort should maybe be on like watch, like go look and keep an eye on the scholars tower. If they start coming over here, anything like that, yeah. but the rest of you, the rest, that's cool. I got it. And the rest of you are up above and kind of going to watch it all play out. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. So Clarice, uh, version 2.0, um, gets thrown, uh, bodily with the rock tied to her. Um, and, bark, 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 bark. um, and she hits the ground hard and she's a little bit shaken and she kind of gets up and she's like, bark, you know, she starts doing her head around, you know, and, um, and you immediately hear like a, um, and you can hear like a, as a scrabbling of clawed feet. Um, and, uh, uh Clarice like stops and she like turns her head sideways so she gets like one eye down the down the corridor, right? <laughs> Doing great boss. <laughs> and she um and then scuttling um out of the darkness of the broad so into the into the broad daylight, um, in that small patch that before like it, it would actually go into like the mini forest that's grown up in the pit, which is exactly where Clarice is, um, comes out three, and they're like basically like scrabbling against each other to, to like be the first to actually swallow Clarice whole are twenty foot long sinuous uh, lizards with gray green scales and long like Komodo dragon um, snouts, right? 
Baird. They basically they're basically like gigantic Komodo dragons, but gray green. Okay, um, and so they, they had those that alligator posed with like the uh, the arms, like where they're straight out, like from the sides, like you know, like just scrabbling against the ground, like scraping their bellies along. Um, and but they're basically like trying to push against each other in like a mass of of um, scales uh, towards Clarice and um, and uh, and Clarice. Like the moment that they emerge into the sun, like like Clarice, like bolts as fast as she possibly can but, yeah, but those, tied her to a rock but you tied her to a rock yeah so she she comes to the edge of it and she like does that that little chicken attempt to fly like she kind of comes up and she gets woof, like like she gets slammed back down to the ground the moment she gets slammed back down to the ground one of those three lizards basically gets her on the ricochet and just and just yanks her yanks her midair and in one gulp takes her down the other two lizards at the and i know that you're going to release the thing but the other two lizards at that precise moment um in a fury of hunger um and jealousy basically are tussling with the one that gulped it down um and so like they're all sort of like together right perfect unleash hell okay and this you spot, uh, uh. and yostin y'all let go um and they're like <laughs> they're like straining they're just like <laughs> you know and they let go um the boulder and it's just like a huge chunk of like pediment, right? Like it's a visible chunk of like the facade of the building, you know what I mean? It's which they hoist it up, just comes uh, slamming down uh, directly on top of them. Um, they are moving around in a, in a, a ball of chaos, right? Like, so there is a slight chance that they just dip out of the way at the wrong moment. Um, so I'm going to say that, um, Instead of rolling an attack roll, I think I'm just going to make it like a chance roll. So let's do um, uh, someone roll a d20 and we'll say, uh, I'll say a one to three on a d20. The, the stone misses them. You go, Ted. You haven't rolled yet. Yeah, do it, Ted. Oh, my God. Ted, right. Ted, Ted, Ted. Don't make Clarice die in vain. Okay. Nice. Got a 17. Oh, 17, everybody. Yep. So the, um, as predicted, that comes crashing down upon them. I'm going to say it does equal damage to all of them. Uh, let's see. On the fly. Let's go with. How deep is with, the, hmm? a deep's the pit? Uh, like 30 feet, 20 feet? The pit is um, uh, 15 feet deep. Okay. Um, but it, it was higher than 15 feet because you had the pulley system, right? right? Doesn't matter. I'm not going to be calculating like tens of feet. So I'm going to I'm going to just flat out arbitrarily say it's going to do 4d6 damage to all of them. To all of them divided equally. No. Okay. Four, who's rolling that? To, to each of them, they're going. Each of them is going to take this number of points of damage. Who's rolling? Uh, oh, oh, I'll do it. Go ahead. I'm ready. Yeah, you rolled the other. You did good. All right. Here you go. Let her go. Oh, Ooh, good roll, Ted. Nice. Yes. What is that? Oh, that 18. is an 18. 18. Oh, my goodness, Ted. Oh, my goodness. Give me a... uh, I like this new dice roller. One moment, please. Uh, reticulating splines as I take a look at a little bit of stat block action. You know how it is. 18 is going to definitely fucking hurt. <laughs> All right. So. with the iron spear. Ah. So yeah, it comes, it just slams into them and they literally, that's like all, what is that? That's uh 12 feet just goes, um, um, and, uh, they, <laughs> uh, 
you, you can hear bones crunching. Yeah, they they all like let out a huge bellow of pain, and they scrabble away as much as they can. But you can see like they're some of them are actually like collapsing on like broken legs. You know what I mean? As they're just sort of like uh, like writhing around and like totally dazed. You guys have surprise for this round if you want to take advantage. Um, you could also easily because they're so dazed, you could easily actually you think probably uh, scamper down and just disappear into the depths if you want to. Uh, we got to take him out. Yost immediately pulls his spear out and leaps down into the fray. Yeah, Yost. Yeah. Me too. All right. right. Uh, I And I will, uh, we talked about this, I haven't done it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to um, uh, take a minus two to my AC and give, uh, using the uh, the magic rings, Ooh. and give, um, uh, but Yost under the effect of the shield spell. Nice. I believe this is Aethel Gifu rather than Ruritanus, right? Ruritanus right. is the only one that's seen action. So um, okay, so you feel strangely feel exposed good. at the same time, Matt. Like you, you suddenly have this feeling of just sort of like not being protected. Um, uh-huh. um, and but you actually all see like a shimmer, uh, like a like shield in my mind and my head cannon is basically like a, a shield of force, but it's like a visible, like only it, it comes down in front of you rather than like a force field around you. You know what I mean? It's like a jink, like a like a, like a dune shield sort of. I was gonna yes. say, can it look like the David Lynch Dune Shield, please? David yes, Lynch there you Dune go. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. So, yeah. question about that: the, that show in melee, that spell grants him an AC of fifteen. Correct. Fifteen. Mm-hmm. He's wearing the ring, which is normally a plus one protection ring. Is that? It does not count. Uh, yeah. So it it, it supersedes okay. everything else. He now has an AC right. fifteen. Yeah. Okay. Great. Okay. So okay. he will leap into combat. Gorin will leap into combat. Mm-hmm. Um, Atticus will not. Okay. Wallop and Mort are actually. We're on guard duty. I don't know yeah. if you guys called him back. You could oh, definitely have called you. Yeah, you can course. hear the commotion. Both Morton, the two goblins, could, but uh-huh. you are on the far side. You cannot attack this round. Okay. okay are any back. of them pinned, John? But none of them are pinned. No. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to let Yost make his attack roll first, and then maybe I'll finish it up if he doesn't kill the one okay. that he's attacking. So okay. yeah, the move is definitely hopping down there, and then you get one attack. Yeah, uh, I'm. Okay. I'm assuming that activating the ring is kind of my action. I can't. Use yeah, the... yeah, unfortunately, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, 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 it's good. Yeah. All right, so Yost will roll a d20. He has. Yeah. Let's see, it's a plus one spear. Uh, AC um, AC for the lizards is 15. They are not easy. Okay. So his total plus um, with his strength and his spear is plus four because these are not humanoids. You know what? I'm going to say for the dazed round. Um, I'm going to give, I'm going to lower that to a 13. All right. Well, I have a hit then. I rolled an 11 plus four. That's a hit. So that's a D eight plus four damage. Uh, uh, A total of six, John. Six damage on one of them. Okay. So yours is, ah, um, and two flowers go around here. This is the black iron spear. Yeah. Yeah. So this does not have its effective magic against the lizard, right? Because that's against humanoids only, right? Am I wrong about it's that? Plus two against humanoids. If there's something else about it, I don't know about you it. You didn't add the plus two. Is just all, is all what I'm asking, right? Correct. Yeah, so okay. We added the plus one. Excellent. Good. All right. So yeah, it's it's badass when Yost hops down there, man, because it's like all fucking sword and sorcery. Like he hops down bodily on it. And he's got that huge spear. Like you could see like how heavy it is in his high hands. Right? He just like just rams it into one of them. It's just like writhing on it on the end of it. Does not kill it though. It's writhing and trying to snap at him. Yeah. All right. Okay. But I did attack that same one, John. Okay, Gorn follows up behind. All right, and I have a plus three to hit, which means I need a 10 or a higher, right? Yep. Sweet. Ooh, an 18 on the die. All right. 
right, and I get to roll a ten-sided because I'm fifth level. Oh boy! But I only get a plus one because I have no strength bonus. Is this the the pin? Yeah, no. this is uh, no, this is Clavern, Clavum. Oh, Clavum, right on. Uh, the, yeah. the the magical shrinking spear. Yes, that'll be four points. Four points. All right, so. Uh, he's scrabbling at Yost, and you follow up Gorn from behind, and he never sees you coming as you just pin it right at the base nice. of its skull and slam him, um, pin him to the ground, and its tongue just like <laughs> off. Yes. Yost, Yost gives you a high five. Yeah. Uh, can uh, can you all take a take a swing at one of the other ones? I certainly can. Yeah. Do you, right. Does no, he bring out no, the uh, no. ruiner of appetites? Uh, he oh, does. Yeah. He's going to put some fresh blood on that thing. So he yeah. has a plus five to attack. Yeah, we got to call out these badass names of these weapons, man. That's what it's all about. Know, this level. You guys got cool shit now. I, yeah. I just want to be as cool as our NPCs. Someday. You got clobbered, man. It's badass. All right. All right. So, uh, yeah, uh, okay. D20 plus five. Here we go. Okay. That'll do it. Uh, that do it. Okay. Uh, and he, uh, his damage is a D10 plus three. Mm, mm, mm. That's tasty. Roll big, Roll big, nice. Oh, that's a seven. Ten, Ten points of damage. Ten points. All right. So uh, one of the other ones was turning to face the scrum with Yost and Gorand, um, and doesn't see y'all come up from behind with the ruiner and just hacks off its head immediately. The blood unnaturally splatters across the blade of the ruiner and remains there until its next victim. <laughs> Any other nice. melee combatant hopping down? No, that's it. that's it. Okay, um, let's roll for some <laughs> initiative. Uh, it's been so long, a d6, right? That's right. Oh, I got, I got a one. <laughs> well, boom! All right, Sweet. uh, so it's you guys first. All right, okay. um, it, oh, I should have asked before we roll. Um, any spell casting adversaries? I am not going to guess. Do any of your retainers want to remove out of melee? Or Gorin, uh, no. if you want to move. No. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Continue. Right, so Yost standing atop the uh, the lizard that he, he was fighting before draws the black iron spear and leaps to the next lizard. Nice. Uh, and that is yes. a 12 plus 4 at 16. Yes. Oh, nice. this time now that because they're no longer days, they have their normal AC of 15. Just want to let you know. Okay. Yeah. Okay, good. So we'll roll a D8 plus 4 for damage. Ooh, Seven. Oh, guys are nice. nice. <laughs> All right. Um, Vengeance of the Black Iron Spear. Yost literally sweated more hoisting the piece of pediment than he did in killing two of these subterranean <laughs> lizards as he as he ends the other one uh, by uh, gutting it right in the belly. Um, and it collapses. Which point, Mort arrives. Oh, good job. Good job. <laughs> well well done. Marvelous. <laughs> Very good. Uh, excellently done. All right. So, yeah, yeah you've, you've killed those three lizards. Now, hey, I'm going to search your idea to have anything. I'm Wait, sorry, say Mike, it again. That was your idea to drop a rock? Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome, dude. Yep, pretty right. well done. Yeah. Hey, that Ex was my third good idea this session. <laughs> nice. Excellent yeah. work. If if you just went like straight up toe to toe with those things, it was I mean the fact that you didn't even give them a chance to attack was uh really well done because it would have been there. I I do want to slit open their bellies, John, and look for fun stuff inside. Okay, oh, sure. all over that. That's a great uh, idea. Good idea. If yeah, if you guys are all participating in um, gutting and cleaning lizards, um, I will say that it will take a single turn. Oh, so combat took a turn, um, and then the gutting will take a turn. 
So we are precisely at noon now, uh, with the sun's rays shining down upon the entrails of lizards. Um, you do find a smattering of of gold as well. Um, all told, between the three of them, you find another forty-five. Nice. Okay. Uh, do you think? Um, do you think we can get enough of their pelts to make some cool boots? Uh, you certainly could. Uh, that would be a significant amount of time to to, you know, th- that's precise Boots. work, right? <laughs> like skinning skinning lizards is like precise work, right? Okay. Yeah, I'm it's not up to you. Worry about it then. Yeah, yeah. it's cool. This is not our be... mission. This is not our yeah. mission. Um, all, right. all right. So I just want to um, real quick, just some. We got we got the money. The tunnel, as far as we know, is clear. Should we just now proceed down the tunnel? I think yeah. you know what I think in in the in the gutting process. Can we say that we kind of drag them off to one side a little bit so that if we do need to exit here, there aren't going to be like a bunch of like predators eating the thing. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're yeah. twenty feet long, bro. They might be really hard. They are heavy. I would say, like, to drag them enough to clear a path, um, or or far enough away that you don't think predators would be waiting for you at the entrance. It would take another turn. Okay. Um, while you guys do that, me and um, Atticus are going to recover our rope. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, good idea. Cool. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's that makes. Let's do it. Let's move the corpses so they're not right at the entrance. Got it. Cover the rope. Wash our hands, and then uh, in you go. Go down. Okay. There you go. All right. There we go. All right. So uh, the battle. Those of you who are in melee, um, in addition to like the very messy job of cleaning uh, the lizards, um, there's a, a lot of gore in the party right now. You guys are looking pretty. Um, victorious but also like you're just like up to your elbows and like <laughs> you know like blood and guts so you look you, you look badass did you say there was a stagnant pond though we could wipe some of the worst of it off oh uh, you could us. if you wanted to you want to go it. stick your bloody hands in the pond as bait please well no you put it like that <laughs> <laughs> wiggle your fingers so it looks like worms yeah, yeah. okay the pond, fine. The pond is not that far bad. away if you want to um no no okay as you said it <laughs> nope you 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 wear the blood as a badge of honor Nyal is very approving yeah. because he he's he's like flipping his blade in the sun he's like i like it um that's sweet and, dude and then you disappear down into the darkness and say goodbye to the sun as you go underneath the residential villa um so uh as you enter into this level it appears that the the basement level of the residence yes ted can we map this uh, uh it, not yet i'll let you know when like okay. when mapping okay. mapping that's not a good sign yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh we're almost there the whirling blades no just, a, just a little bit more flavor before you, before we we get to the nitty-gritty okay. Okay. um okay. and when you when you go down underground here you can see that the basement itself appears to be pretty well preserved um except for the depredations of the lizards themselves um it's obvious here that uh, what its original function has been completely subsumed by the um by being becoming the lair of, of a bunch of, uh, of lizards. Um, you can see that what the staircase originally led to was the cell level of the, of the school. Um, and it's relatively structurally intact and it features approximately about 35 tightly packed together eight by eight cells. Um, and there's like a common area, obviously that, uh, is in the midst of all those cells and some additional storerooms as well. Um, it smells really foul, uh, like, you know, animals basically. And it's littered with bones of small and like medium sized prey, probably as large as uh, deer, maybe. 
um, and like you know the, the the stank of of body odor and um, poop and stuff like that is like really really ranked down here, um, and you can see in the base of it, uh, I'm sorry, in the midst of the common area near the back of it. So like basically you go down on either side of you is like a shitload of cells that goes like way down underneath, right? Oh, uh, actually I'm wrong. You go down and it, 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 it opens up into like a T intersection and then like to your left and right, basically uh, directly underneath the hundred foot long villa, right? Is like the cells all around you, right? Um, you go down towards the north, so to your left, and you can see at the very back wall, there is a hole that has actually been dug into the earthen floor, actually through the tile, through the flagstone there, um, and a rough hole that is uh, larger than man's size, I'd probably say it's about like six feet wide, goes directly down, sloping down into the ground. Wow. Wow. We should look around the edge of that for any kind of traps or something. If, if he's as paranoid as uh, we think he is, he might have, you know, booby trapped that entrance. So if I understand correctly, John, you're saying that the stairs go down mm -hmm. and it intersects a long corridor like this. Mm -hmm. Correct. And there's cells along either side. Yep. Down those two corridors. Yep. The, is the common area at the very center? The common area, I'm just saying, is basically the corridor, right? It's like wide enough. Oh. It's wide enough that like you yep. can come out of your cell and hang out in the middle Correct. area. Yep, you got okay. it. exactly. So it's a long, wide, open corridor uh -huh. with cells. Yeah, and at one at the north end, someone smashed through the wall and dug a hole. Not up, not a wall, in, directly in the ground in the flagstone. In the floor. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah. John. Yes. I, I would like to leave the lantern light far enough to let my um, infravision adjust. Mm -hmm. And then I want to look and see if there's any other heat sources in um, the long hallway. And I don't care if I go to the right or to the left, not, maybe not towards the tunnel. Mm -hmm. Right. I want to see if there's any like lizard young. Mm -hmm. And um, I also want to know if they have a nest or something down here. Yep. Because yep. There could be eggs. There could be more treasure. Yeah, there could be something. One else. of the cells maybe. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, yep. Good. Good point. Give me one second. Um, uh, yeah, we definitely want to search around in here, I think. So there, okay, so that's actually, once again, my, you're killing it tonight, Mike. Um, the, the great questions. There is, um, first of all, there is a, a disturbing lack of an actual nest, right? They're lizards. You assume, like, even though they're big and kind of unnatural, that they probably would have a nest with some uh, some sort with, with eggs or something like that. Um, no indication. First of all, no heat signatures. Second of all, uh, there is no signs of a nest. There's signs of, of feast of feeding, right? Like plenty of bones and things like that, but no indication mm -hmm. of a place where they would rest or, or incubate their young or something like that. Right. Like nothing like that. Okay. And uh, what about in the cells guys? Do we want to just do a cursory search of the cells? Yeah. Are they, are these John, these cells, are they like closed doors? Are they open doors? Are they barred? I mean, what's, what's, uh, so what's they going? are, um, all of the cells are open, um, either from having uh, been torn off of their hinges, uh, the doors themselves having just eroded, or the doors being non-existent or in pieces on the ground and stuff like that. Um, uh, should you wish to do a thorough search of, I mean, we're talking, what did I say? Like a, a shitload? <laughs> you said 35 of them. Yeah, it's a lot. I would say like if you want to do a thorough search of every single cell, it'd probably take an hour. Uh, that... I 
It's I mean, it seems contrary to our goals, at least right now. Maybe on the if, way out. If, if it helps as well, um, if you're thinking comparing the cells to the lizards, the lizards themselves would not be able to comfortably fit in any of those cells. It would be difficult for them to enter, and it would be very uncomfortable for them to be inside the cell. That's how small the cells are. I, I have I have an idea. I have an idea. What if we each just pick kind of one at random and take a look? If we find something, then maybe it's a, a signal that it's worth it. If we don't find anything, maybe we do it. I mean, that's fair, but I also say it was probably worth just walking the length of the hallway and looking into each one. We don't have to do a thorough search, but there might literally be a box in plain view somewhere that we, we might exactly. want to check out. Okay. You know, fair enough. If we cursorily search, you know, there's nothing, it's empty, it's nothing, it's empty. We're not going to find the secret door that's hidden in four, cell four, but we're going to find the chest that's hidden in cell 10. Right. Uh, I, I, I like Mike's methodology. Okay. He's so, killing it. So what do you do? Whatever <laughs> Mike says tonight, we'll just, we'll yeah, just I, do that. I was that. reading your description. So what are you doing with the cells? We're just going to do a cursory inspection, John. We're going to go as a full group, first to the length of hallway that doesn't have the hole in the floor. And we're mm -hmm. just going to look into each cell, not doing a full search. Mm -hmm. But if there's anything obvious of interest, then that's what we want to interact with. Uh, Foot lockers, okay. that kind of thing. Got it. Okay. Right. So um, body. So will is two turns sound reasonable then? That sounds perfect. Yeah. Like okay, one yeah. turn per branch. Yeah, that sounds yeah. good. Uh, yeah, okay. So uh, it, unfortunately, there's nothing too exciting. Uh, it just kind of ate time. Unfortunately, there's nothing um, of particular interest in any of the cells. Um, I did okay. misspeak when I said about the hole. It actually is a man... What what it looks like is it's like a... um like It looks like a trap door or a hatchway used to be there. But the trap door mechanism itself has been ripped off. And so it's actually like a square opening about six feet wide. Um, but it looks like it was it was part of the villa. Like it looks like it led to like another sub basement beneath the um, the cells itself. Um, and there is a iron ladder that descends um, into the ground there um, okay. that, that appears to be stable. Uh, but to your point, Matt, we can have Atticus go search for traps up there. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Okay. Get to it, Atticus. Go on, burglar. <laughs> In your what, what what's he searching for traps? I want him to basically search um the entryway for the trap door and make sure no one's put any trip wires on it or grease the rungs <laughs> of the ladder where he can see. Okay. He's not gonna go down the ladder. Um, or anything else like that that might um be like a warning sign. My my feeling is guys that these these lizards were Garalad's pets, right? We think he's a druid. <clears throat> we have three lizards guarding this entranceway, right? Fair enough. I think it's a reasonable guess. He seems to be druidy and able to charm beasts and so on and so forth. So I think that makes sense. Um, okay. Oh, I screwed up. I got to retcon again. I'm so sorry. It's a lot yes! of stuff going on. Are we dead? Four lizards. Did we die? Uh, no, it's a good it's a good <laughs> thing for you. It's just like another added clue. Um uh I would say like in the common room, scattered amongst the bones and stuff like that. First of all, I guess your first sign of something would be that some of the bones appear to be human or humanoid in shape as well. Um and then you also see amidst the wreckage as well, prop the the scattered remains of what looked to be like shredded pieces of armor and some well-made but not magical weapons, right? Um, cloaks and 
adventuring gear all all broken and useless and stuff like that but just so you're aware it looks like like a, a party was perhaps ambushed down here it looks to be that way yeah mm-hmm. okay. are any of the is any of the equipment dwarven uh yes there is some dwarven gear yeah yeah like a was dwarven your, size yeah yeah was your pal um was his party all dwarves i can't re- i, I can't don't remember. know but we do no. like to travel in packs uh they uh well, he didn't actually. He wouldn't know actually. I, when, if I think back, I don't think Wealth actually detailed like who he was with. Yeah. He didn't. Yeah. I'm just making the supposition that if there was like one dwarf, there might be more than one. It's it's really unusual for me to be traveling with you guys. You know all these like you know juvenile races and stuff like that. Uh, I'm true. I'm very uh, grateful for your uh, uh, understanding. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, John. I'm I'm gonna... <laughs> Can I have okay. search? Yes, go for it. Yes, absolutely. What's his chance? Uh, two and six. Two and six. Four right. ah, to three. Yeah. Good. So, um, yeah. It does. It appears to be normal. Um, it, it, there's definitely. You can search from his searching. He can actually tell that it doesn't look like the, um, like the lizards bothered to go down there. If that tells mm-hmm. you anything. Um, but you also think that it would have been, kind of difficult for them, right? Right. Okay. So we go down the ladder, guys. Yeah. You want to I mean, like. Uh, lower the lantern down on a rope to see how deep it is kind of thing or how far how, can we just see how far the ladder yeah, maybe goes we can tell actually yeah. yeah i was just looking let me see if i got a precise measurement i may not uh let's see i mean uh, if it's like 700 feet i don't know if i want to go no down no 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 so this this definitely <laughs> this definitely leads to like uh like it, it leads to like it looks like it, it was made for the villa right Right. Like, um, so it would, I'd say, it probably goes down about fifteen feet. Oh, okay. Still yeah. a pretty big ladder, man. I mean, that's like basically from the first floor of my house to like the top of the second floor, right? Mm-hmm. That's a uh, pretty mm-hmm. high. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and anything? Can we see anything on the floor if we do lower the lantern down? Is it lowering it down into a room or a hallway? In- or indeed. Yeah. So, abattoir. Uh, you got it. So, uh, <laughs> guess what? You guess Mike's once again killing it because Mike has just triggered. <laughs> Map creation. Dun dun dun. All right. So we're switching, uh, going to Albear for the viewers, and we're going to switch to a beautiful blank, blank white map. Ooh, look at that. <laughs> Ooh, ah. All right. All right. Uh, you somewhere you want me to start, John? Yes. Let's give you a general. Uh, let's start sort of. Um, uh, I'll just give you a little circle here. Uh, start right around. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So I'll just make a little, uh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make a little square and we're going to call okay. that the trap door. Uh, so that, so this is the cool thing. That square that you just drew is yeah. the room that you are, that you illuminate when you lower your lantern down there because, and you should note this on the map, each square on this map is 50 feet. Oh, Oh, yeah. oh, 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 that's a big, uh, that's a big map. 50 These are 50 feet. by 50 foot squares. 50 by 50 foot squares. You're, um, I cannot recommend strongly enough as far as orienting what you're about to explore with what, what everything else that you've explored up to this point in the campaign that you've got to keep in mind the scope of what you're traveling through. Okay. It's going to be I, uh, even me looking at the actual map, which every, all the viewers can see on the, on the screen there. Um, uh, you, you have to orient yourself that these are not 10 foot squares. These are 50 foot big fuck off squares. Okay. 
Um, okay. But it does illuminate when you go down there. Um, and we're going to have to do a little bit of like abstraction because just the fact that lantern and torchlight only goes 30 feet. So I'm going to cheat that a little bit. You we know swing I mean? it. We swing yeah, it. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it illuminates. It illuminates a perfectly square 50 foot chamber. Uh, or I should, yeah, 50 foot on the side square chamber. Um, and uh, so it's a, it's a large like a, a big square basement that's underneath the um, the cell chamber of the villa itself. And uh, let's see what's in there. Um, uh, <laughs> you can still, yeah, you're up above. So you're kind of looking around. Um, so here, okay, this is where I made my mistake. Yeah. Hold on one second. Uh, in the stone, so there doesn't appear to be much in here at all. Um, there's a little bit of debris that's been kicked in, like a few bones and stuff like that's been kicked in by the lizards down here as well. Um, it looks like there's worked masonry. Um, a lot of the mortar in between the masonry has been sort of like uh, chipped away by time and stuff like that. There's like a lot of like loose rock, which is a lot of some of it has settled from the weight to sort of like not be perfectly fit anymore, right? Uh, but typical Arcantian well-made masonry. And there is a um, large hole this is what i actually meant with the hole i was just trying didn't, didn't hit the right spot in the northwest corner of that 50 foot chamber um uh that you that clearly clearly illuminated by your lantern light and, and is, is, is our is our land is our uh the ladder that go down is it in the center or is it along one wall um it is on the uh the southern wall uh, so down i'm uh, i'm, I'm completely brain fried by the idea that we're doing 50 foot squares. On this <laughs> I know, I know you got it. You got to wrap your head is around there, it. Yeah. Is yeah. there a reason I'm, is it because it's so vast? Is that why I'm not drawing a 50 by 50 room in 10 foot squares? Maybe we'll run out of map. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, don't, I, I can't even mark like where the ladder is on this tiny square. Yeah. Make, make a little X for the yeah, ladder and a little here. dot yeah. for the hole. Yeah. Ladders, ladders over here. Is it in the middle, John? Uh, yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. You're gonna melt All Ted's right. brain, John. I'm gonna, <laughs> yes. I'm gonna make them take the. I'm gonna make them take the lantern up. Oh, I can't mm. actually draw a line inside of a square. It won't let me do it. That's weird. Let me try one more time. I'm gonna make them take the lantern up, John, and oh, I'm gonna go. take go on the first three rungs of the uh, ladder down. Mm -hmm. Let my dark vision adjust, and then I'm going to look for anything that is showing up on my dark vision. Okay, nothing, nothing at all. Uh, no heat signatures at all. And the okay. the ladder itself is it like hooked at the top? Is it bolted into it's the bolted wall? In, like a permanent fixture? Yeah. Okay, so mm -hmm. that looks pretty steady. That's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it is looks. There safe. Anything yeah. to indicate what this room would have been used for? Are there any exits out of it besides the hole in the floor? Uh, no, it actually looks like it. Uh, so it, 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 I mean, it's obviously like a huge space, um, but for whatever reason, any furnishings that are in here are completely gone. I mean, a ladder is not an easy way to access a, access a space. You certainly can't use it for a storeroom, right? Yeah, like, you can't take anything out. It's just like people. That's the only thing. That's weird. Very I bizarre. Mean, it could be like an oubliette sort of deal. I mean, I have one in my house, but it's not 50 by 50. Jesus. An oubliette? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, modern home building, it's... Okay, it's so we're, we're approaching the end of the session. Do you... Do you no! Yeah, I'm afraid so. Do we want to... Uh, are, are you going down 
Well, you want to start like, when you're down? down. We can Let's stop right it. here when you're still peering down with the lantern, or you can actually like oh file down. Let's go so peer down. Please, 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 please let us go down. Yeah, let's all go down, and then David can't talk us out of it because we'll be down. Yeah, and <laughs> no, I think David. I think David would be all for it. So yeah, you, David, uh, David would be gung ho for this, dude. So I'm going to say a turn goes by, um, and you set yourself down on the ground here. Okay, um, you look around, and your voice sort of echoes in this large area. And you're just like, "What the fuck is this? Like, there's no exits in you, and like, like you know, the abnormality in the room besides its perfect geometry is just that hole that's in the ground. Like, you know, it's just sort of like calling to you, like what you know, um, like is way off smell? in the distance. Hmm? Does it smell? Does the whole smell, John? Uh, it smells. Uh, no, not like not like not like it did up there. You know what I mean? It just smells dark and dingy and dank. You know. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but once again, like it, like it, it's not perfect in here. Like the time has done its work in here. Um, uh, as you kind of scan your lantern around and you kind of like observe, but um, it doesn't look like there was any evidence that this room had like in the halls of Thoth and stuff like that, there's always like the remnants of like plaster and what used to be frescoes. Like this is completely, there's no decoration at all. And then here's one, maybe my one last question for the night is the rubble from the floor on the floor of the room that we're in, or does it look like it caved in? Like do people dig down or did something dig out of the hole? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, if you, if you're digging from the top, and you're throwing dirt over your shoulder mm -hmm. versus coming up from underneath and taking the dirt away. I totally understand. Yep. Uh, you would be able to tell that. Let me just make sure I give you the right information. Um, uh, I think it would be, let's see. I think, I think this would be coming up from underneath. Yeah. That's yeah. worse. That's worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's yeah. what i was afraid you were going to say i was like oh maybe it's just some guys that dug a hole thinking that they could get into the tunnels yeah no it's a monster that dug its way out yeah it's amazing um okay. and it's about uh three foot wide so relatively narrow um and it leads down into darkness now it's um it, it's not like a straight down when you peer a light or lantern light over it you can see that it it does go down like you're gonna have to like lower your body like down into the hole um and, but then it quickly right. like slopes and it slopes ted um okay you it, said this starts in the northwest corner yeah in the northwest corner um not in, in the precise corner like once again these are 50 foot blocks so it's like you know um right right there ted yep um okay and um it uh it becomes a uh, let's see. Let me, I'm going to give you the exact thing here, just so I'm sure. Uh, yep. It, it, so it looks to uh, turn into like about a, like a tunnel that's about four feet tall. So um, everyone except for Gorn and Mort, uh, Gorn would, even Gorn would probably have to duck his head. Mort, you could probably stand up fine, but everyone else would have to duck if they actually went in there. It slopes gently away and it goes um, into a three foot wide tunnel. So very cramped, right? Four feet tall three feet wide we're talking narrow and okay. um and it goes away in the natural cab uh, it goes away generally northwesterly or north than west or more west than north more north than west um so something like that should you continue into this uh, next time what i'm what i plan to do for mapping purposes uh mort is or ted is to I, uh, I think the best way would actually be because they're natural tunnels is to give you almost like an angle. I don't know if, would you be able to parse an angle roughly? Like if I told you, 
Yeah. Okay. So I think I'm probably going to do that. Oh. Yeah. Um, so this would be, uh, uh, Northwest angle would be what? <laughs> Never mind. I can't even do it myself. Mike. Yeah. It's like, 45 you know, like degrees, a... 45 degrees Northwest. Yeah. So let me just, you might've already answered my question by saying natural tunnels. Are mm -hmm. these, are there tool marks in the tunnels? Are the tunnels made out of dirt or stone or is it a mixture of both? Is there any like indication that they've been supported in any way, shape or form? Like, are they man-made is what I'm trying to figure out. Um, you, you actually as a dwarf, you'd probably be able to tell, uh, here it looks like it, it looks like it was man-made, but done with pretty shoddy workmanship, right? Like there was no indication. The that there's, there's no, there's no, there's no supports or anything like that. You know what I mean? It's like, like rough, roughly hewn rock with probably like mattocks of some sort, right? Kind of, uh, as fast as possible, right? Just to, you know what I mean? Like just to get, uh, allow a person to get through it. In, a, right. in some sort of manner right um and uh it is all uh rough stone not earth okay. yeah okay so okay. we'll say that we'll, we'll leave it there this is what presents you um it is uh pretty obvious to you like should you wish to try to uh infiltrate the tunnels like this is the way like you know what i mean there's uh you know there's been other options and all over the dungeons but it appears like for, at least for here at the gladiatorial school this is the entrance that they were talking about that, that at least Guelph. this is the one that you know that Guelph went through let's put it that way right okay yeah yeah awesome um, through process oh, i'm down i'm down i'm down with this yeah cool can we, can we play tomorrow right <laughs> yeah i wish right <laughs> yeah if only all right but uh yeah all right the delve begins uh so we'll see how that goes um exciting time so we'll see what happens anyways you guys remember, you've been watching 3D6 down the line. Please don't forget to like the video and hit the bell to subscribe. And please pass along the word to all of your friends and family so that they can watch the most criminally underwatched uh, actual play channel on the interwebs. So thanks again for watching, everybody, or listening. And we will see you next time. Have a great week. Take care. Bye. See you guys. Bye, John. Thank you. Thanks, John.